Welcome, weary travelers. You are just in time for another episode of the For Crits and Giggles podcast. I am Kieran Bennett, your dungeon master for this tale, and your brave heroes this evening are Aguila Newman. Hello. Sam Clark. Konnichiwa. I still don't speak Japanese. And Nick Chong. Welcome to this podcast. Hi, everyone. How's it going? It's been a really, really long time. Americans genuinely have done a number on the, the podcast industry, haven't they? They've made that word podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a horrible word now. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a really long time. Um, it's been like, what, like eight weeks or something? Oh, that doesn't seem like very long. Well, yeah, but like when, then when you translate that into like, that's nearly two months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, which is uh, one-sixth of the year. Wow, good math. Make, make more extrapolations about it. If you were born at the start, you would be eight weeks old by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked, man. Thanks for listening, by the way, if you're eight weeks old. Seven-week-old seven babies have no idea what this podcast is. Yeah, but they're, big, they're big fans, though. Mm. They're, our big, they're actually our biggest audience. That's who we cater to. Gross. That sounds really pedo-y. Sam, no. <laughs> You're a no. <laughs> you? uh, anyway, yeah. So we're uh, we're for Crits and Giggles. We're a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons real play podcast. We uh, play D and D. We record it, and then uh, you listen to it. Uh, Aguilan. Yes. It really has been a long time. Like it literally has been a long time, and I don't really remember what happened last week. Well, Karen. Hurtling through the sky, our hero's quest for the Golden Blade sword, the Golden Blade, seemed about to reach a rather sudden conclusion. However, the Golden Blade, in an unexpected moment of compassion, used the Golden Blade to open a portal back up to the Starlit Rock, commanding our heroes to jump through. Reluctantly, they did so, allowing the Golden Blade to flee not only with the sword, but with whatever dark information they have obtained from the Starlit Rock. Emerging back in the Starlet Rock, our heroes were greeted by none other than Eambulus, who had apparently sent a portion of himself to the Starlet Rock to assist them. He offered to answer any questions they may have, as best he could. Our brave trio discovered several important things, but the most important thing was that to obtain the Golden Blade, the sword would have to be given up willingly by its current owner, namely the Golden Blade. Eambulus then offered our heroes a gift from Ikana herself, a chance to rest. In the sore need of some time off, our heroes accepted this gift and braced for some extreme relaxation. And now, for the next episode of For Crits and Giggles. So last time you guys uh, basically received a gift of like a free, a free, a free day, a day off. And so we join the three of you via way of uh, a magical door in the stomach of the Great Lurker. Uh, and you, you find yourselves uh, in your house, actually, uh, in Fernshire that was gifted to you by uh, the king of Fernshire. Uh, and you're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take, we're gonna take a moment here to just kind of relax and, uh, you know, to get, get ourselves a bit of R and R. But uh, in the meantime, you guys have all managed to level up. So now you're all a ripe old level seven, which is uh, a great, a great level to be at. And I'm really proud of you for for making it that far. All right, better nice. Thank you. Okay. Oh, hey, no worries. Uh, normally we would uh, normally we'd go over this. Uh, you know what is what does that mean? But uh, we've got a lot we got a lot of shit to do. Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll 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 come back to that. We'll come back to that next time. 
what I would like to know from the three of you at this at this point is you, you've just kind of you've just been through this incredibly tumultuous experience in the Starlit Rock, you know, with the Proctor, Roger, uh, who who are both here with you, by the way. They've they've decided to tag along for the journey, and you know, various undead things, meeting gods, flying through the sky, and you've now got a moment to yourself. What is it? that you do immediately upon realizing that you are now in a safe place? What is, what is your kind of, what is your relaxation, your decompression uh, sort of sort of ritual, uh, you know, cup of tea or, or whatever? Uh, Mordai, we'll, we'll start with you. Mordai, I believe, has a treehouse. That's very true. In, a, in the garden? Uh, Mordai's going to go there because he hasn't actually been around nature for like a long ass time. Starlight rock falling through the sky, hanging out as a cat, you know. So he's gonna climb into his little treehouse, um, just curl up and relax for a bit, listen to some nature, to the birds, the bees, you know. Decompress. What's going through his mind at the moment? What's he What's he thinking about? He's thinking about the golden blade and how he is a tiefling and how to get the golden blade itself his uh, purpose or his will has to be just like his, the, the reason for it you know yeah steamed is, is just uh, and he's he's thinking about that because I don't know he's everybody's always told him that you know tieflings are utter garbage and born of evil so he's not he's trying to you know if his if his cause can be righteous, maybe everybody's can. Wow, damn, that's some good shit. Ooh. So in the, in the meantime, uh, what is everyone's favorite elf, Mithras, doing? I killed a guy. Following that beautiful, um, deep thought from. Uh, Mordai. Mithras, when he wants to relax, goes to his place of uh, comfort, the firing range or the shooting range. Okay. Yes, and he does a bit of target practice. Just all alone out there, shooting at anything he sees really targets. Um, <laughs> also known as the mall. <laughs> yeah, always wants to, you know, refine his skills. And just be surrounded by things he can shoot. Uh-huh. It's a beautiful time. And, beautiful. And, and you, you've you've been through a lot uh, up up to this point. You know, the, the the last time you really had any kind of a break was before you left Fernshire. You know, so what's what's kind of going through your mind? Because I, I feel like the I feel like the shooting of the arrows. It's like it's quite automatic for you in, in a way. You know, you you know how to shoot a bow at this point. So what 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 thoughts are you processing at this time? Well, you'll recall that there were quite a number of shots in previous um, encounters that Mithras, you know, he, he missed. So that's been bugging him. Um, mm. You know, he there were a number of opportunities to hit something, to uh, make a distraction or to, you know, dislodge the, the golden blade or do something to you know really help the guys and and he failed so that's you know he's he's been feeling like he's let the team down a little bit 
And so does does he kind of reach any sort of conclusion with that, or or does he does he just kind of uh, end in frustration? Like what what is what is his end kind of uh, destination? Uh, it ends in frustration. He knows he's good, but he just failed to perform when the time really mattered. Damn, damn, that's that's. I mean, that's sad that's life. <laughs> no. Yeah, Morda. After after you've kind of curled up in your uh, in your treehouse and you sort of had it had a, a, a bit of a, a moment to yourself, you you hear uh, someone uh, climb up onto the the ladder. I assume there's a ladder up into the treehouse. Small footsteps, and then you see uh, a grubby little goblin face pop up uh, into the door, and it is none other than Biddle Dump, the goblin. Yo. Uh, and he is currently wearing uh, a pillowcase because that's what you gave him. Sweet. And the comparisons to Dobby <laughs> must never end. Uh, and he and he goes, "Ah, oh, Mordai, I I didn't realize that the the three of you had uh, had had come back. What are you guys doing here?" Yo, Biddle and he's gonna sweep him up in a big ass hug. Oh, 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 wow! Oh my gosh! Ah! <laughs> And he's going to say, Little Dump, man, it's been a long time, eh? How are you? How's the house? Uh, the, the, I mean, as you, as you can see, the, the house is the house is great. Um, I have been real. I've been keeping it. I've been keeping it all, all ready and clean for you guys just in case you came back. And, and, and you have you and, and, and Mithras and, and Poe and and um, is, is Anya behind you or? Uh. Sorry, I kind of assume you were just like just aware of what happened. Do you don't know what happened to Anna Biddle though? Uh, no, no. What, what, what do you mean? Well, Biddle Dub, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna you know sit down on his haunches, get on his knee? level, yeah, <laughs> put a put a hand on his shoulder and say, um, Anya has been chosen for a very grand and higher purpose by. None other than Ikana herself, Builder. Oh, oh, what? Wh- wow, wow, that's that. That's amazing. I'm, um, oh wow, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy for her. That's 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 great. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that she's, I'm sure that she's having a, a really good time. Um, out, outside of all of time and space. Um, ah. Uh, it's it's really good to see you guys. I, I, I'm I'm just gonna need a, I'm gonna need a second to I'm gonna need a second by myself. Uh, and and Biddledum gives you like another hug, uh, and it's like it's very it's very tight. Uh, and then he uh, sort of uh, scampers off, and you hear this oh uh, down below. Uh, and then what are you see uh, just another face? Apparently everyone everyone knows you're here. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Roger uh, pops his head up, uh, and he says, Reza. "Oh right, right, you are Mordor. I, I, I thought." That you might like to take a take a, a, a bit of a moment to uh, to to engage in what we uh, discussed previously, and that was uh, training with the blade. Is that is that something you're still interested in? Yes, absolutely, Roger. Uh, Mordo's going to scoop up his blight star and uh, follow him. I guess to a courtyard. If we have yeah, one there's of those, a, yeah, there's a, let's say, there's a courtyard. Thanks for doing this. Oh, thanks for agreeing to this, Roger. I just I don't really know. Well, anything about <laughs> intricate weapons that aren't clubs. Oh, no, that, that's quite all right, sir. Once someone knows the principles of a club, someone can know many of the principles of a sword as well. 
Uh, and he and he takes you to like a you know he, t- he, t- he takes you to like inside the house and you know we've never really defined what the inside of the house looks like that much but there's a courtyard that, that you can go to and there's some some practice weapons and stuff there and and you 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 see uh, you see Mithras uh, sort of you know practicing with his with his bow uh, you know off off to one side and and uh, and Roger uh, gets two sort of practice swords uh, and he and he tosses one to you uh, and you and you guys start kind of. Uh, sparring uh, back and forth, or not really sparring back and forth because you're not like super amazing at this, but you start like, <laughs> you know, you start practicing uh, back and forth, and he's kind of showing you a few things. And, and he says, So, so uh, Mordai, really, the first thing that, to remember here is that, is that the sword, it's it's like an extension of yourself, you know. It, it, I mean, not that it, it doesn't talk to you or nothing, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's an extension <laughs> of you. Oh man, yeah, that was very funny. I thought, but it's it's an extension of your of your own body, and uh, and you know you guys you guys kind of kind of parry back and forth for a second there, and uh, and and after a moment, uh, uh, Roger uh, sort of he he steps back for a second there, and, and he kind of he lowers the blade slightly, and he says, "Mordai, I thought you said that you hadn't practiced with a blade before, but." I'm feeling, I'm feeling a, a bit of skill here, and uh, I'd like you to tell Roger when was when was that when was the time that you found yourself uh, forced to pick up a blade? Well, Reza, that's me. <laughs> you may know that I am a tiefling. I have noticed on occasion, yes. Yeah, uh, we don't have the best reputation. That is very true. Yes. And you also know that I am a druid. I'm aware of that, yeah. Um, so I accidentally spooked a uh, gang of bandits in the bush once and looking like, you know, this with the horns and the glistening abs and the scary druid persona. Um, they are quite glistening, I've noticed. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. Uh, I was immediately set upon and I picked up a sword that they had um, just on the ground, you know, and I uh, slaughtered them. <laughs> I tried my best to survive long enough to turn into dog and run away. Massacre. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would say, Mordai, that uh, that then. Encounter seems to have served you well. Were you you uh, really? you know a little bit more? Yeah, well, you know a little bit more than I, than I thought you did. But it's it's not necessarily about the amount of time you spent, you know, playing with the playing around with with the blade. But it's about what's what's in here. And uh, and and uh, you guys continue to kind of spar for for a little bit. Uh, what 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 like what lesson does Mordo kind of take away from 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 all of this? What is, what do you what do you feel that he's learned? I think he's learned a little bit of. I guess a fitness and like a like a controlled sort of art to how he holds himself and, and everything not just you know with combat because all he's done is just mm. like animalistic and be the bear bite the thing you know swing the big club and it's kind of uh, taught him to you know strain himself and, and think about things and be a bit more observant and not so lizard brained I guess you know action reaction all right all right all right all right so <clears throat> speaking of calmness what is what is poe doing at this time 
The coolest thing that anyone could do He's bought a motorbike No wait, this Nick Nick did that in real life Whoops um, So Poe Is standing in his best robe In fact his only robe But it's nicely laundered It's all clean Nice uh, his hair, which has grown actually quite long over the course of their adventures. I don't think we've ever stopped for a canonical haircut, so it's long now. Um, is is tied neatly into a high um, uh, into a high ponytail. His beard is uh, is shaved down to uh, a, a smaller, more manageable beard, but still a beard. And he has uh, his hands up his robe. And a big smile, and he's standing in front of uh, a wing of the house uh-huh. with a big sign that reads "Blue Lotus Grand Opening." Oh, and what is this? And this is the the grand opening of the tea shop that uh, he requested as part of his sort of upgrade to the house. Um, he's invited everyone. He knows from Fernshire, so look, I think Jafar's there. I think he invited the king. The king probably has, you know, king shit to do. Oh, the king totally showed up. He fucking oh, like, he the oh yeah, King 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 Dunwich should not be here. He has appointments <laughs> that he needs to make it to, but he's he's come because this seems way more fun. Okay, King Dunwich is there, Jafar's there. Uh, there's a few of um oh, what's her name? The little one? who's still in prison that we just kind of forgot about. Arista? Arista, yeah. There's a, a lot of uh, Arista's uh, mates are there from, like, her platoon, if that's what police call it. I don't know. Yeah, sure, why not? And yeah, basically, it's a it's the greatest hits of uh, of Fernshire. Um, the, the ogres are there. The ogres, uh, are, they've kindly prov- um, agreed to provide entertainment for uh, the opening. What kind of entertainment are they providing? Uh, they have a play. Oh, you mean the golems? The golems, sorry. Pfft. Yeah, not ogres. Sorry, that's racist. They're not all the same. Um, <laughs> my best friend's the golems, guys. I'm not really racist. <laughs> Apologize to our uh, golem listeners. Uh, the golems are there. Um, <laughs> and yet, Poe is really excited about this. When y- You might remember from uh, an episode a long time ago, was looking for uh, the favourite tea of himself and his late wife, known uh, as Blue Lotus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was one store in town. Well, there was two, but the other one was shutting down. Uh, that one sold lots of teas, but it wasn't like a tea room. Um, so Poe wants to open sort of a, a space where you can come and have like nice exotic teas um, I think in his heart, he sort of, he sees it as, it's a little bit selfish, especially for a monk. Um, he's built a place where uh, Kinharians and, you know, people who have exotic tastes and are from all around the land of Ianus can sort of come and be with outsiders with other exotic tastes and, and stuff. It's a... It's a foreigners and outsiders refuge, but it's for everyone. I like it. I like it. So, 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 what is what is like? What is the what is the atmosphere like? Um, it, it's quite excited. Uh, it's it's quite excitable. I mean, every culture has tea of some kind. The dragons, the giants, mm-hmm. the the 
the gnomes, the dwarves, um, and you know it's so integral to everyone's like culture and community. And, and Poe's done his best um, to try and get the king's men to you know find these teas from uh, all around the place. So individually, all of them are excited to taste that tea of home that they haven't tasted in you know five, ten, some twenty years. But then all of that individual excitement has created this cool community and everyone's just excited to go inside. Okay, cool. Uh, so you're, you're kind of, you're, you're serving, you're serving up some tea uh, and, you know, you're like, you're serving uh, some tea to um, Macho and Goldie, who are the, the two golems. Uh, just remind me real quickly, uh, what does golem tea look like? It's, it's kind of weird. Golem tea is way more dainty than you expect it to be it's super it comes uh, in very small cups oh the tiniest cups these are ginormous beings um and they have yeah the equivalent of of a shot glass but it's uh the strongest like everyone is like smelling their teas but actually they can only smell um when you (laughs) take when you take your nose away from your cup uh, the the overarching smell is of the golem tea, but and what does and what does golem tea smell like? It's fantastic. It is freshly cut grass mixed with rain on asphalt, and it is a uh. it it is winter time and summer. It's summertime and winter. It is nature in a cup. It's incredible. Uh, yeah, I mean exactly. That. So, so you you, you serve you serve that to Macho and Goldie, uh, and and Macho, who's obviously the more talkative of the two, um, says, "Thank you for the tea, just like." And then he like you know he drinks it like golems do, which is like he just splashes it on himself, seemingly throwing the tea into his own face. But obviously the tea is absorbed into the rocks, uh, and he says, "Just like mother used to make." Uh, and then he like he ex- he seems to exude like a warm a warm happiness. Um, and, and and as and as this is happening, who should walk into the tea shop but your good friend Mithras? Uh, and he and he comes over uh, uh, to 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 get some to get some tea. And uh, what is what is what does that look like? Poe sits him down, um, uh, and he's he's sort of off to the side. I don't, I'm not sure if Mithras can tell, but he's kind of hiding. Uh, he's kind of hiding the the brewing from him, and he says, "You know, when I was a soldier, I did it." A lot of things I'm proud of and a lot of things I'm not proud of. As a whole, I kind of let all of that go when I became a monk. But there was one thing that I took with me, and that's tea. I don't know why, but whether you're a soldier or a monk or a thief or someone who's just really good at killing people, there's always peace in tea. Now, I believe uh, Redberry Vine, that was your tea, right? Yo, dude, I was thinking that exact <laughs> thing in my head, like a vine and then berries that were red. Ma G. <clears throat> and that's exactly what Mithras says. <laughs> okay, I was like, that, that, that's Mithras' response. <laughs> Poe smiles and, and pours him uh, pours two cups um, and sits down with him. And 
as he's as he mentions uh, red vine tea, Mithras, you know, he's kind of looking down on the table. He immediately looks up in shock and surprise, and you know, he he was feeling down back at the shooting range, but now he's feeling a whole lot better that his friend happens to know about this red vine tea. And 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 so, and, and what do you you know? What do you guys what do you guys talk about? I think Poe makes a really concerted effort not to talk about anything. We just drink the tea and swap stories of home and how Redberry Vine became his favorite and how Blue Lotus became his. And yeah. And then at the end of it all, Mithras says, you know, my whole life I've been relying on myself to get things done. You know, it takes a lot of effort to to be a top-notch thief and murderer. And now, with you guys beside me, I know that I can do it. You guys can do it alongside me, and I appreciate that. Um, Thank well, you. I guess I, I'm glad to be an inspiration, whether I'm stoked about the murder bit. Oh, well, I know your heart's in the right place. And he, and he, uh, and he smiles and pours another tick. Uh, okay so the i mean the way the way i kind of see this going is like it's you know it it becomes like a big party kind of thing you know everyone's there roger and and the proctor's there the multiple versions of him uh you know goldie macho the king the the platoons fergus ferguson uh you know all 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 those lads they're they're all there everyone's drinking tea and you know maybe some some harder stuff and you kind of continue on Partying and and you know Mordai Mordai's there as well obviously and and you know we're all, we're all having a good time spilling the tea some people might say that is what they might say uh, and so Mordai you're feeling good and you wander you wander away from the party to you know to have a slash <laughs> let's be honest here uh, and you then you notice a light coming from your treehouse. I, well, I'm going to go investigate the shit out of that. All right, all right. That's that. That's what I hoped you would say. That's what I hoped you'd say. <laughs> because save the environment, kids. Turn off your lights when you leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> the treehouse is not. It, it's not fit. It's the only place in the house that's not fitted out with fluorescent bulbs. It's really horrible. You're a little bit spaced out. You know, you're not like blotto or anything. But you know, you're, you're a little bit spaced out here. And you swear, coming from the treehouse. Is what sounds like crying. Mordai is even more intrigued now. So you head on up the ladder uh, of, of the treehouse, and sitting inside your treehouse is a man in black, well, not black robes, sort of a dark purple robes with a pale white face, long hair, and he's sitting on this little stool. And then he looks up and you notice he has no eyes and pouring down his face are tears. Uh, but when he sees you, he he sniffs and he wipes away the tears uh, and he says, Oh, Mordai, I'm, 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 I'm so glad that you decided to, that you decided to come. Um, it's, it's, it's good to see you. Uh, I, I, do I recognize him? Um, yeah, I feel like you would. 
Uh, I, I feel like you would, considering uh, he manifested inside your lungs at one point and then you vomited him out. Uh, and you also were inadvertently at the present, uh, at, at that moment, when one of his organs was restored to his uh, destroyed body. Uh, this is this is Salem Thur. Um, oh, I thought it was one uh, of the... F- and has no eyes. I thought it was one of the flims from like that Gaviscon ad or whatever it was. <laughs> uh, well, what eyes got it? I think, I don't know, he's going to remember the good times, I guess, rather than the bad. Say, <laughs> like, oh, hey, uh, how's that, <laughs> how's that organ treating you? Uh, it's, and he, he, he kind of grabs the, the front of his robe and, and, he, and he sort of goes, uh, uh, yes, uh, a portion of myself that I would, would rather not have had returned to me, but alas, here we are. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that you really had to be present for that, but, um, uh, you know, that's just how these things go sometimes, I guess. Yeah, man. Uh, and <laughs> Hashtag relatable. Am I right? Uh, uh, very true. Very true. Uh, and he and he and he, he sort of like pats a a, a stool across from him, uh, and he and he says, um, "What I what I please 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 sit. I have I have something important to to discuss with you." Uh, what I was going <laughs> to very cautiously walk over and sit down. He's not letting his guard down. And so Sal- Salam's the says to Mordai. Morai, uh, I've been, I've been observing you for for some time, and and I, I have, I have what you might call a proposition for you, uh, but but first let, let me let me let me ask you a question. What what do you know? What do you know of of my, of me? What what do you know of Salamthur? I know you are a very nice god. <laughs> And, and don't do anything mean to uh, anybody, especially Tiefling. Please don't lie. Don't, don't <laughs> lie to me. I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate that. Okay. Well, honestly, I've only ever really heard bad things, disease, disaster. Not much else. Uh, alas, all true. All all true things, but also entirely not my doing not my fault not my not my intention Mordai part of Mordai for, for many a millennia I, I have been maligned I it is true that my presence causes disasters causes disease and, and it is it is with great regret that these things come to pass but Mordai, I, I don't want these things to happen, and there are, there are agents of mine who attempt to assist, assist with these things, assist to prevent them and mitigate the effects of them. Have you heard of the? the it is, it is, it is a crude name. Have you heard of the plague merchants? Uh, no, honestly, I have not. Uh, well, uh, fair. 
they, they, are, they are my clerics. They, they wander the land. They are, they are capable healers and engineers. They, they have an understanding of disease and natural disasters, unmatched by any upon this world. But Mordai, what, what, what more they do than that is that they, they, they see beyond surface appearances. They, they help anyone who, who may need it, regardless of their circumstance, of their appearance, of, of their of, 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 of their alignment. And I, I wish to offer you a place amongst the plague merchants. It, again, please excuse the crude name. It, it is, it is a, a, a small joke of, of theirs. Wait, you want me to join your group of clerics? Yes. Uh, essentially, yes. I, 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 I feel that, that you, Mordai, are one that can, that can see beyond the surface appearance, that, that, can, that can see beyond uh, simple expectation and assumption and do what is right. But why me? Just because of that? Or? Well, uh, yes and, and, and no. Uh, uh, you, you are, a, you are a, a brave adventurer. You have done many great things uh, in, in such a short amount of time. Okay, fine. Uh, you're uh, whatever. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you've done you've done many great things, and, and that has brought you a lot of attention. And, and I'm and I'm aware of your power, but also uh, you you have uh, shown great tenacity in the face of adversity, and, and and you 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 know what it means to 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 be judged for for things that are not your fault, and and you carry blightstar. With you, a rather unfortunate, corrupting artifact that I uh, may have brought into existence in my younger, more, more foolish days. Hey, I think Blightstar is pretty fun. Cool, man. Blightstar is a, a horrid, a horrid sword, and and I, I do wish that it did not exist. But that is, it is in the hands of someone strong and capable, and that is all I can ask. Really, uh, laying on the honey here, aren't you? Kiss, kisses, babes, kisses. <laughs> um, I mean, yes, I would absolutely love to help. Anything and everything, regardless of appearances. But I mean, are you are you sure I'm really qualified? I'm just a druid. Uh, well, that that, that is. That is a decision you will have to make for yourself. If you decide to join the plague merchants, you will be turning away from the path of the druid. And whether that is something that you wish to do, I, I, I can't say that for you. I can merely make the offer. I can, I can offer you guidance, power, uh, all, all manner of things. To help us. Of course, yes. Of course, this this world will require powerful heroes in the coming days. I, uh... Can I get back to you? Tell them so. Yeah, let. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> sure. Uh, what I was going to just sort of slowly stand up and... I yeah, mean... My house. 
<laughs> sort of just as dazed as he for? as he came in. He's got to slowly leave. Obviously, yeah, no, 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 thinking about no, shit. No, no, our, our conversation's over. I'll, I'll go. I'm the god, and he leaves and he just disappears. <laughs> Whoa. Um. Okay. So, are you are you gonna go back to the party or what? Uh, he's just gonna sit on the bed for a little bit, just kind of mm-hmm. get that all together. Um. Yeah, and then he's gonna go back. Can he? Can he find um the proctor? Uh, yeah, you could you could probably find the the proctor. He's uh, he's currently uh, he's playing King's Cup with uh, Goldie. Uh, King Dunwich and um, a couple of the gnomes from uh, the barracks. Yo, uh, Proctor, can I get your ear for a second? Uh, he picks up a card and he's like, and uh, he suddenly uh, sprouts another two heads and he goes, No, no the last king! Ah! And then he uh, picks up the cup and, and smashes it back. Um, and he goes, Oh, uh, yeah, of, co- of course, Mordai. What do you need, buddy? And he comes off with you. Uh, sorry to bother you. Just, just a little short question. Do you know something called the Plague Merchants? Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. They're clerics of Salem. They're very spooky, very scary. Uh, they always kind of show up at you know, uh, you know, inopportune times, and they they offer help and advice. But you know, it's, it always seems to it comes with some kind of price or or, or you know, catcher or something like that. They wear a lot of they wear a lot of dark clothing and chains and spikes and stuff and stuff. Would, would you would you say they help people? Uh, uh yeah no I mean I, I guess now that I think about it yeah they do like every time but but, but they're creepy. <laughs> hmm. Maybe you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> well, I can't read, so that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you, Proctor. Oh, what I was gonna find the boys then. Oh, the boys. What's okay, up, boys? Uh, boys. So what are what are okay? So Mordai Mordai finds the boys. What are the boys? Oh, that's doing? exactly what the like Poe has too moved on to the harder stuff. He's just like boys, 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 and he's uh he's got Jafar <laughs> like under one arm. He's not looking too stoked about it, kind of like in in, in like a, a loving headlock, and they they're just uh, everyone's singing like their own sh- like chant from home, and they're all just kind of singing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 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 Poe's chanting boys, 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 boys. Uh, what's Mithras chanting? <laughs> Oh, Mithras isn't actually chanting at the moment. He's found Roger, and they've both got a massive pint. They've interlocked their arms, and now they're pouring the pint Cute. of liquid into each other's mouth and racing one another to um, finish oh, it. Oh, sick. Okay, that's adorable. I, I, I love that. Yeah. Mordo, take it away. Miss Rog. Oh, I don't really want to <laughs> break up this party now. Um. Mithras sees... Mordor and goes, Sup, cuz, get in here. <laughs> Wait, uh, sorry, I mean, I have I have something serious to discuss with Poe you. Poe barrels over and like slams his considerable weight into both you. It's like, I love you guys. You're like, 
That looked really cool. I'm still sad about... Oh, no, I've forgotten her name. Anya. I'm still sad Anya. about that. <laughs> but you guys are really cool, though. Hey, you're cool too, bro. Ah, he's so cute. Come, come drink with us, Mordai. Yeah, right. Yeah, you all right? Oh, yeah, it's the brother Mordai too, Mordai too. That's an ancient monk, monk chant from high in the hills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you guys kind of ca- you carry on well into the well into the night, uh, uh, partying away, um, playing all kinds of all kinds of games, lots of chanting, lots of lots of drinking, and uh, and 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 I guess you 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 wake up the next morning. Where do you wake up? <laughs> on the roof of the tea house is where Pose in the treehouse. Mordai is. Under Poe's bed. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> I was going to say in the chest, but I don't think I'm allowed to be in there. So. <laughs> nah, fuck it. Um, Poe's Poe, I think, is probably the first to rise. He's had his lifetimes w- worth of sleep, um, and he he's he opens the tea shop again and uh, starts brewing a special tea, which he uh, has used for many a year. Uh, as a hangover cure and uh and calls up to to well just calls out in general to the other two to to come down um and, and get some mithras kind of rolls off the the roof straight to the ground yeah, that's exactly where well, i was going one of them lands on his feet though yeah yeah what are we drinking what i uh what i sort of shambles down the stairs uh what Poe already has two seats pulled out from uh, uh for you and he's he's sitting down pouring three cups what are we drinking <sighs> just Poe pulls up his best smile that he can but it's uh, it's pretty pretty weak just says just drink it <laughs> <laughs> We do. All right then. Wow, last night kind of got hectic. I remember it was singing and then drinking and then everyone went home. But then Mithras, sorry, Mordai, uh, you said you needed to say something, but then we ended up doing those headstand shots, and I think that's how I got this bruise. <laughs> What did you want to say? How did the pig tracks get on the ceiling? Oh shit! Um, <laughs> um, did you want to tell us something? That's right. I I completely forgot. But you guys will not believe what happened to me yesterday. Well, honestly, with the what happened in here, I probably would. I talked to Salam Thur. Say Salamander? Who? Salam Thur, you know, the god of disasters and disease. Oh, Sam and Gur. Yeah, I guy. caught up with him too. He's a good dude. Didn't drink much though. <laughs> <laughs> I 
with with the tears and the no eyes, right? Wait, you say sell them there? Like disease yeah, and disaster, the one that we saw in the clock tower, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, sell them there, sell them there. Poe uh, reflexively recoils, like uh, Mordai has a disease now. Uh, he, yeah. Why? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know. He was just in my room, but he said something very interesting. He offered for me to join his cleric band. I know, I know right? Called the Plague Merchants. Like, cool, right? Well, that sounds like a universally um, bad idea. Wait. Why? to help people he's had a bad rap this whole time yeah I think his marketing department could take some blame for that the plague mm. merchants never mind the fact that you're I already multiplicing like crazy you're a druid with a sword and you're also going to be a cleric <laughs> come on calm down yo can you put that shit uh, not like over the table oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so what'd you say oh nothing yet I just I don't know there's no one who I respect more than you guys. Well, I mean, did, what would you did he tell you anything else? What would you have to do? Where would you have to go? Could we, we still hang out? <laughs> I mean, yes, as far as I'm aware, nothing would really change. He just said he'd, I don't know, Wait, look, okay, me or yeah. us with our adventure. Yeah, but... Is this not a deal with the devil? You'd be working with the god of death and disaster. But is that really his fault, though? Ah, well, that's a deeper philosophical question than I am currently equipped to deal with, and Poe rubs (laughs) his temples. Um, look, I feel like we're already in the employ of, like, 19 gods. That's pretty buck wild. Um, I don't know. Do we want to be taking on another one, especially one uh, as notorious as this? Well, it's not us. It's only Mordai. I mean, are we invited? <laughs> I mean, he didn't say. This is all because Maybe. of that stupid sword, isn't it? You got the disease sword, and now the well, disease hey, well, hey guy's now. coming. What did Blightstar do to you? My star's a good Nothing sword. yet. It's what I'm... All right. <laughs> I'm scared of what he will do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Ultimately, it's... Your spiritual calling, I guess. He is a god, and... Who am I to deny that? But, um... I don't know. Will you become a god, too? <laughs> I don't think so. Ah. But I'm not, I'm not, hey, I'm not saying no. I don't know, it's just something, I mean, you know, look at me. I am a tiefling. And something, it just, it just feels right, you know, to be able to help someone with their image. Maybe he could use a better PR marketing team. You're right, Poe. Maybe that could be me. If you say yes, is there any turning back? You know what? I didn't ask which probably should have been yeah. one of the questions that popped What's out. What's the catch? There's always a catch. Um, 
Let me ask. Mm-hmm. What I was just going to go, hey, sell him through. <laughs> What's the catch? I was like, no. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay, and so there's there's like this uh, sort of malaise settling on the air, and there's like a, a sort of strange light uh, sort of around you, and you hear this uh, distant sort of crying, and then materializing from the air is a, a pale man in dark robes with no eyes, tears streaming down his face, and he goes, <laughs> yeah, "Yes, what are you? rocks back on a seat and like it, it falls, topples over backwards. <laughs> um, Mithras here. I've got like a solid 45 uh, seconds so you might want to hold on Mithras brought up a very very valid point here. Uh, what, what is Off the way catch? throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> just nudges him in the shoulder. <laughs> right, so you want to take my boy over here, right? What's it going to cost him? What, what do you mean? What's it going to cost him? I'm not, I don't. I don't want his soul or anything. That's. I don't know. We dealt with a couple gods. Like, like, what's what's the catch? Also, why catch? are you crying? <laughs> Poe's got like his robe up you over his crocodile tears uh, up over his mouth and his nose, and he says, "More importantly, what do you actually want him to do?" I, I want Mordai to to do what he's doing now. I want him. To be a hero. I want him to be an adventurer. I want him to do good in the world. And I want him to help people. And I see an opportunity to help him do that. As for what... Isn't that what we're already doing? Yes, but you can always do it better. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Just fuck off. As, As for what the catch is... Currently, there is no catch. Uh, one day, I may ask for your assistance in something, but not at the moment. I have enough things to deal with. I got enough shit going on in my life for that. You fucking riding my dick all the goddamn time. <laughs> Speaking of that, do you know where all your family's gone? There's a lot of missing yous. Oh, the amount of times I've been asked that lately, it's it's exhausting. I can't tell anybody. Yeah, the amount of times that we've heard that is pretty exhausting too. I can imagine. <laughs> like, like, bruv, I'm with you there. <laughs> well, this is awkward. Well, like, if, it, if, it, if you have any more questions, I'm probably just going to go. Wait, 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 wait. Sell thought. Yeah, what? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, would you like some tea? It's kind of rude of us to just... Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Bring you here and then offer you nothing. Oh, my I mean, God. Looks I'm, I'm throwing out that tea. I'm throwing out that teacup. Um, <laughs> Poe pours, pours the tea and, like, puts it on the table and then just backs what, away. What tea do you make for a god oh it's that <laughs> even 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 the god of disasters and disease what is tea that you make for a Pope god pours the hangover tea hoping like if it can dis- disinfect the hangover maybe it can like make him slightly less gross but he's not optimistic <laughs> uh, he, 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 uh, he he picks up the cup with this like 
thin white hand and raises it up to his lips as as the the cup is going up like the cup is decaying in his hands and he sips down the tea all in one go like it's boiling hot and it's steam just like rising out of his face uh coming out through the eye holes and he sips it down the, the cup turns to dust and he goes oh that was delicious i have a killer hangover the blue the blue reads food safety rating falls off the wall <laughs> well um thanks I, I can see that you know I'm I'm kind of having a little bit of an effect around here so I'm, I'm just gonna go and uh he begins to disappear wait oh wait, wait. okay right you got like 20 seconds man <laughs> I accept oh yeah yeah Poe makes the same sound oh <laughs> <laughs> Can we at least see like a contract? I'm not. I'm not here to bind Mordai into some kind of unbreakable deal or anything. I'm. I'm offering him my help just because. Okay, so he can get out. Maybe once. No. Stop being rude to my friend. Gosh. Just look at him. He. He looks untrustworthy. Mithras. <laughs> uh, and Mordai puts out his hand. Uh. So I will. I will help Whoa. you. Get <laughs> I was like involuntarily making this sound. <laughs> he has no no qualms about putting his hand out. Salamthor reaches out his hand and grasps it around Mordai's, and Mordai, uh, it is damp and slimy, uh, and it is gross <laughs> as hell. <laughs> but but behind but behind that behind that you feel a genuine love and you feel a genuine regret at being essentially a horrible monster that cannot control what happens around it you you it is it is almost overwhelming the the sense of regret that is coming off Salem Thor and uh, part of that power uh, flows into you uh, and I guess officially for all that it counts uh, Mordai is no longer a druid is that correct whoa yeah, so, uh, what, I'm gonna... Oh, just with that feeling, um, with the whole slime and disgust first, and then the, you know, the truth behind it, uh, any sort of, like, doubts or anything what I had would washed away with that sort of realisation that there was, you know, so much more to this god. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, and he's a, he's a cleric now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> That's he, crazy. Yeah. How's that for multi-classing? I like it. Uh, okay, yeah. So and uh, and then Salamathor, uh, he kind of lets go, and he and he's like, "Well, I'm sorry, that was probably really gross for you." Um, well, okay. Not if at there all. is nothing else, now I'm definitely gonna go. <laughs> I hear you guys do this all the time. Hey, Salamathor, uh, keep it classy, my G. Hell yeah, bitch. Finger guns. <laughs> Uh, and then he uh, disappears. So, like, do you look different now? And are you completely I changed? You have to wear armor now. I, I think he just looks the same, but holier in a gross Mordai. kind of way. <laughs> you done it. You done did it. Uh, he just kind of collapses in his seat. Oh, that. You should wash your hands first. Um, but he's like <laughs> moving over slowly, and he's like, whoa. 
that was a really big decision are you and then he kind of like lifts up some Ajax spray and wipe and he's like spraying the table <laughs> you, um, are you okay that this must be like sprays um, uh, Mordai's hand um, are, you, are you okay with all of this I think I am I think I think this is the right choice <laughs> okay um, I think I think this could be my purpose you know alright well as long as you're still you I guess uh, Poe does one of those like 80s sit- sitcom things where the rest of the scene freezes and he stares at the camera and he says so there I was a holy monk stuck with an assassin <laughs> and a disease dealer <laughs> that's my life Yeah, you know what? I think that's what we're going to call it this week. <laughs> I think, I think to exactly. Uh, yeah. So thanks so much for joining us uh, this time. I had a lot of fun, basically fucking around, um, and I hope that you did as well. Um, that's to you guys and also to our listeners as well, because your fun is just as important. I didn't shit myself the whole episode as well. Are you proud? You didn't. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Good. Really, that is the greatest <laughs> that, achievement that, today. That is, that's the true victory <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. I roleplayed so hard that I didn't have diarrhea anymore. <laughs> there you go. There you go, listener. There's a bit of behind <laughs> the scenes that you didn't want to know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Justin, make sure that stays. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you want to find us on Twitter, we're at ProCNG Podcast on Twitter. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett. Sam's also on Twitter if you want to tweet diarrhea tips at him, but he doesn't <laughs> let me give his handle out on the show because he's like a professional or whatever. Says <laughs> the man shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes where you can leave us a five star rating and review. You can also leave us reviews on Stitcher as well, which is another, you know, podcast service uh like this review on stitcher from uh defender of brulex who says a phenomenal show easily one of the best dnd podcasts i have listened to i am blown away at the world and the characters they have created the dm and the cast show a really good grasp of creating as they go along with building cities races and tales that make this world feel so lived in if you're looking for comedy stellar role playing and a world you'll fall in love with then stop what you're doing and listen to this gem from New Zealand. Thank you so much. Thanks, oh. man. Sick. Yeah, so if you want to leave us a review as well, we would really appreciate it. They uh, give us life and warm our souls. Uh, but until next time, stay safe. No matter how much your friends laugh at you, always keep poo pills in your pharmacy bag just in case. <laughs> and may all your hits be crits. Yo, holy, you know what I just realized? We are what? now almost three quarters of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. There's death, there's plagues, and war, kind of. There used to be oh, a general. Fuck, that's true. Oh my God, you've, you've given away Kieran's you've secret motive. You've given away motive. the end game. Who is slowly <laughs> turning us into the four horsemen.
Oh, shit. <laughs>